Hello, my friends, and welcome to episode one of the Loving Your Life Again podcast. I am your host, Christina. For this first episode, my intention is to take a moment and introduce myself, giving you a high overview of what my journey's been, where I've come from, some of the challenges I've encountered in getting to where I am today, and then where I see us as a community going. With that, I feel intentions are powerful. That's why I want to share my intentions with you. I never realized how powerful intentions actually are until I started my healing journey. One way to look at intentions is it's a vision. If you don't have vision or clear intentions, you'll be wandering a lot longer than you need to be. Do I have all the answers? Nope. But isn't that one of the beautiful things about life? As we learn and grow into who God created us to be, we will continue to discover new answers, solutions, and even new directions you may want to explore. So this podcasting journey I am starting really started about five years ago. Initially, I felt God called me to share my story. At that time, when I got this call, I was recovering from a head-on collision. Within that journey, my relationship with God grew to a whole new level. I thought at the time it was going to be about how you can trust God in the process when it all doesn't make sense. How even in your darkest moments, God is with you. Even when you feel like you're completely alone, you're not. God is even with you then. He will never leave you nor forsake you. But when God called me to share my story, the story was still developing. God, in a way, was preparing me for what was to come. So over the last few years, I've been dabbling in trying to figure out what God was actually calling me to share about. I was very torn between how I was going to integrate three different aspects of my healing journey. One being the car accident, two being my marriage to my husband, that being the toxic relationship and drug addiction or helping your child after experiencing so much trauma. My child was not only affected by the head-on collision but also the toxic relationship. The toxic relationship doesn't just affect you, it affects our kids too. No matter how well they're masking, they're being affected somehow. So while I was exploring over these last few years, just recently God got my attention and he made it incredibly clear that the initial focus right now is to set the captives free. By that, I mean the people who feel stuck, stuck primarily in a toxic relationship, but really this can apply to any area of your life. My rock bottom personally was my husband and at the time his addiction was out of control. He also had narcissistic tendencies, but I didn't realize that was a thing till after I started my healing journey. So I very much want to bring awareness as to really in any toxic relationship, but when particularly certain tactics are being used, you're aware of them. So they're not, so you're not falling victim to them. Me and my husband were together for 17 years. We were married for 10 of those. And in that time, we separated four times. The fourth being the final before the divorce was finalized in 2020. And then I had to cut complete contact in 2021. My healing journey began after the final separation to an extent, but it really started um, after I cut contact. It's when I truly began to find my authentic self, who I am, what I like, what I don't like, being confident in who I am, because I am who God made me to be. One of the most frequent questions that I was asked were things like, why'd you keep going back? Why'd you stay so long? And these are very valid questions, though it almost made me feel worse, guilty, shameful, 
though I didn't know I was doing something wrong. When you're in a toxic relationship, the other partner has such a way of manipulating everything, you don't realize it until after you're out of it or you have conversations of people like, that's just not right. That's just not okay. Um, And I didn't see it a lot of times and more and more is becoming clear as my mind is becoming clear. Um, But some of the things that kept going me back after each separation and kept me for so long after things spiraled out of control so bad. Initially, I thought it was my fate. And it was also um, due to childhood dreams I actually had forgotten about until just recently. And those dreams were when I was a kid. I always said, if I ever got married, I would want to be married for life. And if I ever had kids, my kid's father would be in their life. My parents divorced when I was four. So even though my dad was in my life the best that he could be, having like visitation, if you will, I think it was like every other weekend, you don't have that constant presence. So I I always wanted to make sure that my child had that constant presence. Though I know my dad did the best he could with what he had given the situation. And then after I had my daughter, I decided that I wanted to get her baby baptized like I was. You see, I don't ever remember growing up with any sort of faith or spirituality. My mom told us that we were baby baptized Methodists. She said she took us to church until we started losing interest. And then we went just for the holidays until we didn't want to do that anymore. So with having the desire to get my daughter baby baptized, I started going to church. And that began my faith journey. And what I learned was that God was always with me, even when I wasn't aware. My faith was such that I was preaching that I had a relationship. And I'm certain I always I have always had a relationship. But the key of that was I didn't have a religion. But somewhere along the way, it started to turn into a religion. You see, when things got really bad in my home life, I felt like God was releasing me to leave. And then I tried a few times. And every time, he always convinced me to stay with empty promises. When you're in a toxic relationship, the partner knows just how to manipulate and turn things around on you. There are times when you truly start to question whether you're crazy because you remember things one way, and then they convince you that it was something completely different. Those times I felt like God was releasing me. I would be all prepared to start the separation process. Then I'd hear a sermon about the sanctity of marriage, about if you do these things, you can have a successful marriage. If pretty much all the things to do, again, feel like there was always something from the outside causing me to question whether I was hearing from God. So there was one day I literally cried out, God, I know you can heal him. God, I know you can fix this. God, what am I doing wrong? Because the more I tried, the more boxes I was checking, the more I prayed, the more I did, 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 the worst it was getting. It was getting worse, not better. And with that, I cried out that I know, I know that he can heal him, that he can fix it all. So why aren't you? And in my spirit, I heard God respond in that still small voice. I can. You're right. I can. But I can't force him. Remember, we all have our free will. God is all powerful and can do many miracles, but he will not take our free will from us. This was such an eye opener. And then within my faith too, I had one of these scriptures was really holding me hostage. And that scripture was Malachi 2.16 about how God hates divorce. 
Yes. And it just so happened, because I don't believe in coincidences, an article came across my path that explained the reason for that verse. And that was because at that time, men were just divorcing their wives for no reason. Which in that time frame, that would leave women destitute because they didn't have any rights. They didn't have property. They, they were essentially considered their spouse's property. And so when the men were divorcing them, it was leaving them destitute. God doesn't want his children being harmed. And these men, by divorcing their wives, were harming them. So if God doesn't want them harmed by being divorced, why would God want me to keep being harmed by staying married? Another, I'm, I'm, I'm confident. And moving forward with my leaving process. Now there was one more, one more thing that was keeping me stuck. And that was my child. Remember the dream? I wanted my child to have their father in their life. And from the outside, it looked like they had a wonderful relationship. They were always getting along, laughing, joking around, whatnot. Then there was one day that we got in an argument. I don't remember the details, but I remember looking over at my child and this Slightest little pain cracked through. You see, my child was wearing a mask. Children are very smart. They're very resilient. They know how to protect themselves. And the only way my child felt protected is by wearing that mask. If that mask came out at all, there was fear about what the consequences would be. And no child should live in fear. I did not know any of this until after we separated. My child was so good at wearing a mask, I thought they had a really good relationship. But that mask cracked just the slightest little bit, and I saw it. And then the separation began. Now, when I started the separation process, essentially, I didn't have an issue with my spouse leaving. And that's because I paid him to leave. And there was such an addiction there. The money was all he cared about. And that's painful. That's painful when your husband chooses drugs over you and your child. And then after he left, I kind of thought I'd have peace and that's what I wanted. But after he left, it was like, now what? It was quiet. It was too quiet. The thoughts were running rampant. The guilt, the shame, all the things. Did I do the right thing? Um, Questioning everything. Being a shell of a human because you're so brainwashed and stripped of your true self. It was like, now what do I do? So just because God released me to end my marriage, I still had to grieve all the things I thought it was going to be. And now I would never experience. I had to rediscover who I am, what I liked, what I didn't like. It was like I had no idea how to make a decision for myself. Now at work, I was good. My work was black and white. But at home, my nervous system had to be healed. It was like I was still in fight, flight, freeze, and fawn stage as to I was I didn't know what the right decision was for anything and had such fear of making the wrong decision. I sta- I was staying stuck. So I knew something had to change. So I started one step at a time. Your body is comprised of three parts. There's your physical body, your mind, and your spirit. So I started with my physical body. Physically, I was so unhealthy. And when, due to the injuries I had in my car accident, I had to get my health back on track or I was going to suffer really bad long-term consequences. So I started moving. So when you start with your physical body, it's also very much a mindset game. So then I started exploring the mind and you come across all these very well-meaning five simple steps to three simple steps to 10 simple steps to all the simple steps to fill in the blank, heal, whatever area. And yes, I agree. A lot of times the steps 
are simple, but the process can be hard. It's like doing inner work. It's healing one layer at a time. Each layer, each time you heal something, there's usually another layer deeper till you get to the roots. A lot of times we're like trees. We're up here tending to the branches of things that we don't like and always in maintenance, but you're always going to have those issues and it's going to be like a frustrating roller coaster of feeling like you're going in circles and not getting anywhere. And that's because there's another layer deeper and until you get to the root, you'll never be able to fully heal the branches. Now that doesn't mean you won't have to do trimming every now and then, but once you heal those roots... you have much more awareness of what's going on. So when those branches start to need a little trimming up, you can catch it. And then of course, there's your spirit. Since I found God, I've always had a good relationship, but it has its ups and downs. But since I've been on this journey, my spirit has just been strengthened in so many ways. By no means, have I arrived, but I don't know that anybody actually ever does. I feel like we were created to continuously grow and evolve. And I can see each step in my healing journey. I'm going one step higher and it just feels, as you're going up the steps, it just feels so good that you want to see what the next step brings you. And it's so exciting and just where I am today to where I was, complete different shift. I'm so grateful and that's, sorry, I got sidetracked. You know, that happens. Um, but yeah, that's why I'm super excited to go on this journey. And I feel like um, I want to use my experiences to help you. I Nobody should feel the way I was made to feel. And I know there's plenty of people out there. And nobody should be treated the way I was treated or worse. Or even slightly to the extent of. Especially, nobody should feel stuck in those situations. So I, I'm so passionate about bringing awareness and what we can do to find ourselves again. Instead of being empty shells of humans. Because we were created to love our lives. So my intention, now that you know a little bit about where I'm coming from. My plan, my intention with this podcast will be to continue to delve into topics about health, about your physical health, getting your body physically healthy. What does that look like? There's so much information out there. Some, a lot of it, sometimes you'll get, feels like it's contradicting information and you're like, which one do I follow? And then it can be so overwhelming. You don't even want to start. Or when you do, you get frustrated and give up because you're trying to do everything all at one time. Again, speaking from experience. By no means am I an expert, but I have done a lot of research. I've done a lot of trial and error. So I'll give you my experiences, but at the same time, bringing on experts to fill in any gap. Topics like the mind are so fascinating. They're complicated, but yet simple. So like when you're trying to go through this step without knowing about going the layers deep when you're going through that you can get defeated thinking they're saying this is simple something must be wrong with me because i can't follow it let me tell you nothing is wrong with you nothing is wrong with you we'll dig into some of these steps and break them down into a way that they can be implemented because like i said earlier um Sometimes you get stuck because you need to go to that next layer deep. And if you don't know you need to go to that next layer deep, that's when you get frustrated and you're like, why doesn't this work for me? Why am I keep still keep getting stuck? So we'll look at how to heal those pieces too. Um, and then of course, we'll have all things spiritual. As you can tell, I believe in God. However, I know that can be triggering for some of those who have been hurt by the church. 
you still have your faith, but the church has hurt you in a way that like certain words, phrases can be very triggering. But I also know that you believe in a higher power. So I don't want my words to deter you from your healing journey. I feel like it's more about having your relationship with your higher power. So if it's easier for you to digest when I refer to God, replace it with whatever your higher power is, if that works for you. But when I'm speaking, especially about my faith and speaking about my own personal experiences with what my relationship with my God is. So yeah, I, I don't want that to deter you because I know you have your own special relationship. And if you don't, I highly encourage you to look into your own spirituality and, and what your higher power is. As I've been on my journey, I have found many holistic tools that can be used that encompass a combination of the body, mind, and spirit. For the longest time when I first started my healing journey, the only tool I knew was prayer. And I have full faith in the power of prayer. I am praying all day, every day. I have a continuous conversation with God all day, every day. But at the same time, if you're not in a place to receive, you'll think God is not there. Please know, please hear me. He is there. And I know that feeling because I was there. And using some of these holistic tools that we'll explore helped release those blocks preventing me from hearing God. Now, there are some tools that I use every day. They're non-negotiables. People around me can tell the difference between when I'm using my tools and when I'm not. It is a noisy world out there. And if you don't stay grounded, it's easy to slip back into old patterns. But each time you do, it will be easier to come back to where you are because you already have the tools. It's like I heard someone say one time, you know how you shower every day to clean the outside of your body? These tools are like a shower for your body, mind, and spirit. As we discuss things like moving your body, meditating, and prayer, I think of it in a way as meditating is listening, hearing God. Prayer is you talking to God. Some other tools I've used are like journaling, EFT tapping, um, and there are so many others that I look forward to continue exploring. So let me ask you, where are you at in your journey? Are you wondering, am I stuck in a toxic relationship? Is it time to leave? I've left, now what? Or have you started your journey, but you are super lonely and want a community of like-minded women who understand where you're at in the thing that can relate to what you're going through or anywhere in between? If so, I'm super excited to have you on this journey with me where we are living a life we love. Take it from me. I know it's possible. I didn't think it was, but it is. If you couldn't tell, I'm so excited to go on this journey with you. Please remember you are not alone. Feel free to contact me via email, which is reloadinchrist at gmail.com. It can be found on my, all of my contact me information can be found on my website, which is reloadinchrist.com. I can also be found on Instagram or Facebook, which are both at reloadinchrist. I will leave all the links in the show notes. So scroll down and feel free to click on any of the links. I would love to hear your feedback. If there's any specific topics you would like to hear about first, feel free to reach out. Let me know. And I'm always looking for guests. So if you're a survivor or an expert, in any of the areas we've discussed, contact me. We can get something set up. Now, most importantly, be sure you subscribe, rate, and review the podcast, and let's continue on this journey together.